This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking about social media privacy and security issues with Lee Assay, Director of the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media. Thanks for joining us, Lee. I'm glad to be with you, Howard. For starters, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media that's pretty new. Uh, what services does it offer to other hospitals and clinics? And tell us about the Social Media Health Network. Okay. Sure. Well, the Social Media Health Network is, is associated with our Center for Social Media. The idea behind the Center for Social Media is to help Mayo Clinic most effectively use uh, social media to um, improve health care, to fight disease, to promote health. And, you know, for both internal collaboration as well as external Internally and connecting with key stakeholders, uh, whether they be other researchers or patients, and through the social media health network, what we're you know offering organizations, whether they be hospitals or pharma or biotech or device companies or public health groups uh, or patient foundations, anybody who wants to use social media in the health space and learn together, uh, that's what the network's for. So you're kind of facilitator for that learning. Right. I mean, we've got a model for that in our Mayo Clinic Health Policy Center, which was uh, a convener of conversations, I mean, around uh, the whole idea of health reform and started in 2005, 2006, something like that. And it's not so much that we want to certainly can't dictate the terms of the conversation, but just to say, you know, we want to be want to have a seat at the table, and so one way to have a seat at the table is to build the table, you know, and to uh, and to get people together, you know, with, uh, interested in health reform. We're doing something similar to that on the social media side, um, and, and building on the leadership that we've had in our adoption of social media, and people have sort of informally looked at us for a couple of years anyway, and they've pointed to Mayo, and they've said, well, see, if Mayo's doing it, it can't, it's got to be kind of mainstream. Well, this gives us a chance to, in a more formal way, um, share what we've learned, uh, but also then to learn from others, too, because this is such a new area that there's a lot to learn. So organizations making extensive use of social media have to take precautions to make sure the patient information reads private as they're using it. What are some of the essential elements of a social media policy? I know you've developed one at Mayo mm-hmm. uh, that can uh, help ensure no patient information makes its way into social media. Is it all about education, or is it more than that? Well, it's education is the big thing, because when we created our, um, our guidelines, we don't call it a social media policy, it's guidelines, and the reason we do that is because it's just an interpretation of existing policies for the social media space. So the privacy policies yeah, remain in place. The whole uh, you know, confidentiality, the you know, trade secret kind of things, the use of the internet during work hours policies, all apply there just as they do you know, in other areas. Uh, it's like protected health information can be divulged in an elevator conversation. You know, it can be divulged by a fax machine, by phone, by you know, people overhearing things. And so what we do with that is we do education. You know, we say, hey, remember, you shouldn't be talking about a patient on the elevator because you never know if somebody else is with you and might overhear something and they might be able to, you know, connect that information with the individual patient. It's that same kind of thing. We need to provide, um, you know, training because it is new area, especially for the uh, 30-plus crowd. And, but also for the younger crowd, they just think of Facebook, for instance, something they just do all the time, and they may not make the connection. So um, the education is a huge part. But, so your social media guidelines 
are built on broader privacy security guidelines you had in place and just apply them to the new media and say, don't forget these? Right, right. It's, uh, so it's, it's all of our things like mutual respect policies, and it's not just not a privacy security thing, but we're saying the first line in our guidelines, which are available on, the, on our Sharing Mail Clinic blog for the world to see, is remember to follow all applicable Mail Clinic policies. Okay? Some of these are. And then it's you know we list specific links on our internal side to what those what those um, policies are, and provide some additional reminders that this this is what it means in this context. Is there a particular best way to train staff members on appropriate uses of social media? Is there something that works best? Well, I mean we're working on that. I mean it's it's hard to know where. Part of what we're going to be doing as we're developing curriculum, we're, I mean, we're using the tools to teach the tools. So I mean, we're using a blog to provide the online training and use of online tools. You know, so there. But certainly, we'll have a mixture of uh, face-to-face kind of opportunities as well. You know, and and uh, we're holding a conference in Jacksonville uh, next month, and it isn't all about you know privacy and security, but those are among the things that get covered. We're going to be webcasting it to all our employees. You know, at least it'll be archived for any of them to be able to, to see that. Um, and we have a very strong culture at Mayo Clinic in terms of like protecting patient privacy. And so I think we've done really well with it up to now. And I think you know we'll be we'll be looking at what uh, what kind of tools work best. But just from the sheer volume of 56,000 employees. You have to use some of the electronic tools. I mean, it's going to be the most, it's going to be among the most cost effective anyway. I mean, sitting face to face with somebody like this would probably be the best, okay? But, you know, to do that 56,000 times is going to be cost prohibitive. Whereas if we use the tools and they're already, you know, you're assuming that for them to be in a space where they could be divulging PHI, they'd have to be online. So therefore, they're at least comfortable being online. So they should be over on this blog or, you know, they should get to this blog where they could go through role plays and case studies and stuff like that. Does Mayo monitor the information that makes its way to social media? Yeah, well, we have a a service called uh, Radiant 6 that we use for monitoring of mentions of Mayo Clinic. You know, so that's along with some other uh, terms like, so we're looking for search term mentions of, of Mayo Clinic. I mean, we really also count on the fact that we do have this strong employee culture. And if somebody's putting something on the web, we're going to hear about it. Okay. I mean, we're going to hear about it through, it isn't like you can prevent it in advance, but, you know, if, if somebody's making an inappropriate comment on Facebook, the way we're going to find out is that their coworkers are their friends on Facebook, you know, and they're going to say, well, so-and-so did put out something that uh, shouldn't have been there. So um, I think it's, it is a combination of the training and education and, and then just having a, a culture of uh, folks who want to, you know, keep the best interest of the patient as the primary concern. And so that does, uh, we found it, you know, it has helped us to minimize the problems. What would you say to folks who are still n- not jumping on the social media bandwagon at a hospital or a clinic because they're afraid about liability or confidentiality or privacy concerns? How do they get over that hump? Okay. Well, for those who are concerned, this is part of what I had in my presentation today, I would just introduce them to the iPhone uh, and just let them know that whether they allow employee access to social media or whether they have their own social media sites, the reality is that a a large proportion of their employees already are using social media 
and increasingly will. And so it isn't uh, an optional thing. I mean, long term, they're not going to be able to um, avoid it. But I'd also say it's not just about um, minimizing risk, it's about maximizing rewards. I mean, it's about these are powerful communication tools can they, that can be used productively. And so if you're going to just have all the risks and none of the rewards, that's like the dumbest thing to do. Uh, find ways that you can harness these tools to, um, to help improve efficiency and to improve collaboration. And then by, by so doing, you also will be minimizing the risk because you'll be getting your uh, people familiar with the tools so that they use them in the right way. Well, very good. Thanks, Lee. We've been speaking with Lee S.A. of the Mayo Clinic Center for Social Media. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.